It is a pleasure to introduce my guest today. He is UCI alumni Ivan Williams. Ivan attended UCI and received his MBA from the Paul Mirage School of Business in 1996. For several decades, Ivan traveled the world working in the oil and gas industry for ARCO and BP. Then, in 2011, he and his wife began a creative journey into storytelling and the TV and film industry as part owners of a movie studio. They have just released a feature film in theaters now called MFA. I believe it stands for Masters of Fine Arts because the locale of the film is a university arts program. So it's that kind of MFA. And it is receiving good reviews, including from yours truly. It's also available on Amazon and iTunes. Ivan is also still very active at UCI. He was recently named chairman of the Dean's Arts Council at UCI's Claire Trevler School of the Arts. He's a member of the Dean's Leadership Council in the Graduate Division and an advisory board member of the UC Irvine Cybersecurity Policy and Research Council with Brian Cunningham. Wow, that's a mouthful. We have a ton to talk about. Welcome, Ivan. How are you today? Outstanding, Kevin. Thanks for inviting me in today. You're very welcome. Let's talk about the film, Ivan. Can you tell me a little bit about it and what's happening? Perfect question, Kevin. I am so delighted and excited about what we've done with MFA. My wife and I are co-producers of this just incredible film that's really talking about a key topic and a hot topic here in America, and it's about sexual violence, and in specific on college campuses. About a year ago, a year and a half ago, my wife and I were invited to join the MFA project by Villainous Pictures that was produced and created by a talented screenwriter named Leah McKendrick up at Chapman University. And the director of MFA is Natalia Letty, who is just an incredible director who we worked with on a Be Here Now-ish web series that my wife and I executive produced several years ago. So MFA is staged and set up at Chapman University to focus on a, a woman that's a graduate student, our star, Francesca Eastwood, daughter of Clint Eastwood and Francis Fisher. And Francesca, as a breakout star in this particular independent film, portrays a graduate student studying art, as you stated, MFA, but who comes across individuals at the campus that anyway, men that take advantage of her situation. I don't want to give too much of the details, but it's Francesca's absolute stunning breakout performance that when we showed up for our world premiere at the South by Southwest Film Festival back in March, the audience just came out in droves and the audience responded incredibly to the performance of Francesca and also the message and conversation that it started, which of course is incredibly timely. I will hear here to that. It's a very provocative and thought-provoking film, worthy to see. How did you come to the project? Well, Kevin, my journey into the filmmaking business has lots of turns and detours, but what was brilliant about this particular project was, as I stated before, Natalia Letty, the director of MFA, this is her second feature film. The first feature film was Bear, and Prior to that, she produced two really outstanding web series called Be Here Nowish. And Erica and I came on board, my wife and I came on board as executive producers of Natalia's season two of Be Here Nowish. And that's how we came in contact with Natalia. So Natalia reached out to me early last year and said, Ivan, we've got a project that I think you and Erica would love. And when we visited with Natalia and also met with Shin Sova, our producer, who also produced the Grudge series, we were just enwrapped about what the movie was about. And more importantly, it's centered here right in Orange County uh, with 
the filming completely done at Chapman University and a few other sites. So we embraced it. August of last year, we shot the film about 28 days up at Chapman. We had an outstanding cast and crew that came from across North America, from Canada, as well as New York, to assemble at Chapman and produce this really fantastic uh, independent film that, like I said, has seems to have resonated with the audience. As an executive producer, does that mean different things for different films, Ivan? Can you talk about that? Because I know a lot of people who aren't familiar with the film industry, you, know, you often see that. What does that mean maybe on this film and what else can it mean for other spaces? Well, you're right. There's a lot of terminology in the film and television industry. There's producers, executive producers, co-producers. So let me give you in a nutshell. The producer, when you have a person named as a producer in film, that's the person who really is focusing on the creative element of the story and presenting that story by pulling into the director's talents and tapping into it so that they can create the story that the screenwriter is producing. The executive producer, which is a role that primarily my wife and I have played on most of our projects, except for MFA, the executive producer is primarily focused on the financial aspects of the project. In essence, do we have enough capital to execute and complete the project? At the same time, we do have some say and some feedback as to the creative energy around it. But really, the play is about the financial uh, capital needed to produce the project. And then on the back end, of course, working very aggressively to market and distribute the film. So again, on MFA, we were co-producers, which is a role we jumped into. We really got involved because we ended up hosting some of the cast and crew at our home and provided the housing for the crew. This is what happens on small motion pictures. But that's where we really, the rubber meets the road. We really enjoy getting to know the cast and really understand the passion behind each of the roles that they play. Very interesting. Ivan, how about the initial run? You know, are you, is there a period that you're hoping for or is the film industry all different now? Can you talk a little bit about that? Wow. As we've all seen, there's a lot of change underway in the Hollywood filmmaking and television industry. Obviously, with the advent of the digital technologies, the internet, the Wi-Fi, everyone's shifting a lot of their focus to smartphones. So, so the point you just brought up, Kevin, is really key because our film, MFA, was released on October 13th. And on October 13th, it came out in 15 cities across America. However, the same day, the film came out on iTunes and Amazon, available for digital download. This is important because this is kind of the wave of the future. The digital distribution model is key. And in essence, reaching someone's iPhone, their tablet, their computer is is critical because the viewing public, they like to see movies in theaters for the big cinematic blockbusters, but in many regards, a lot of people are shifting to the various displays that they have in their home or on their person. And that's very important to have films like MFA, a smaller independent film, reach an audience through social media networks of word of mouth, as we call it, to get out to those different display devices. Have you been involved with Kickstarter or crowdfunding with any of your projects? Um, the interesting thing is Kickstarter and Indiegogo, what we call the crowdfunding technique, that is primarily had been set up more as people who want to participate in a, say, a film or a, a creative project, but they are looking for a t-shirt or to be invited to the opening night party. However, it never talked about equity. And, and where we've been is in a real filmmaking, professional filmmaking environment. We're talking about we produce projects that we have equity and equity in essence we get a return on our investment financial 
financial return. But however, the, the key point you just brought about the independent crowdfunding approach, there are some new rules. There are some new rules that are allowing crowdfunding with equity. And it's very interesting. I was at a Digital Hollywood conference last week, and that is really opening up the door for potentially people to make very small investments, but to have equity. For the filmmakers, though, it creates kind of a whole nother set of challenges because when people invest in something they have equity in, they feel as though they have a say in things. And uh, you certainly would understand when you're producing a film or a television show, the director and the producer do not want to have to have a thousand voices telling them how to produce the film or TV show. Excuse me for a moment, Ivan. Today on UCI Conversations, we are visiting with UCI alumni Ivan Williams, who is currently a film and TV producer, as well as a very involved on-campus alumni with several advisory boards. Ivan, can we look at what you've been doing on campus recently? You know, it's interesting. After being gone from the campus for 22 years, back in June, I re-engaged at a graduate celebration event that brought together alumni from the various graduate schools. And from that event, I reconnected to the university I graduated from, and in a fairly significant way. As Kevin stated, I am now the chairperson for the Claire Trevor School of the Arts Arts Council under Dean Stephen Barker, and that has an absolutely incredible agenda in front of it to really take UC Irvine's art school to a whole nother level in the region and in the United States. The other piece that I've gotten involved with here is becoming a member of the Graduate Division's Dean's Leadership Council. There's such a very key push here at UC Irvine to, in essence, prepare the graduate students for leadership and key positions outside of a university setting. So they were very interested in how I can help create programs, training to give the postdocs, the PhD students, as well as master degree students, the skills and capabilities to really be successful both in an academic environment as well as a private industry environment. And thirdly, because I am a chemical engineer and a technology buff, tied to with my filmmaking, I was invited to become an advisor for the Cybersecurity Policy and Research Institute being run by the Executive Director Brian Cunningham. And particularly, my role is to include and get Hollywood involved in the Institute to obviously deal with things like the HBO and Sony Pictures hack, as well as other entertainment issues that are related to piracy of the digital medium. It's critical to my industry because at the end of the day, my industry is all about intellectual property and the story. So if people capture that before the public needs to be aware of it, you can lose millions and millions of dollars. Ivan, can we look at your cybersecurity and policy research? Recently, I've had the privilege of interviewing another Cal IT2 advisor, Vince Cerf, as well as interviewed Michael Franz on the show. Can you talk about cybersecurity and extrapolate a little bit about some of your ideas and, and things that you're aware of and are looking at? Well, you know, if you kind of think of uh, cybersecurity, and I'll put it in the framework of the entertainment business, if you look at the Sony and even the HBO hack, it's, again, some carelessness on the part of the companies. So in a way, what my agenda and what Brian Cunningham would like for me to do is create a subcommittee that addresses some fundamental issues that the industry in general can share. So it's a, not a competitive advantage. It's just, to me, a survival advantage of how our industry, the entertainment industry, can come together and deal with better protocols. So let's think about protocols on, in what I call the entertainment supply chain. And the supply chain, in my regard, is once you capture the image on the film set, it's transmitted digitally 
to a hard drive, and that digital hard drive data gets uploaded into a server someplace. And then other people, editors, get involved with manipulation of the digital information. And eventually you produce this film that then ends up getting distributed digitally. That's the supply chain of my industry. And any way along that pathway, you've got dozens and dozens of people that change, that can change every month who's touching the digital data. So for my industry, it's critically important that we have a safe, secure, and private way to transmit that data to ensure integrity of the data. And secondly, and most importantly, prevent people from taking the data and distributing it before the film is ready to release. So the key point is cybersecurity for the entertainment industry needs to be at the foremost. It needs to be dealt with in an industry-wide set of initiatives that doesn't really get involved with competitive advantage from one company to another, but we need to come together. And frankly, right now, the feeling is some of the entertainment industry folks that we're talking to maybe don't want to talk about it because they're embarrassed more from a brand image versus competitive advantage. In terms of your involvement on campus, anything coming up in the next quarter or next quarter, anything that you're looking forward to, events on your calendar? As I mentioned, the Claire Trevor School of the Arts is embarking upon an incredible forward agenda. And I'm not sure if the uh, listening public here has heard this, but one of the key agenda topics is to really add value and create additional programs at the Claire Trevor School of the Arts. And in the case of my situation, filmmaking will be emphasized even more, and I'll be helping to generate additional programs around that particular topic. But the truly, really super exciting initiative, and I speak in the Claire Trevor School of the Arts perspective, is UC Irvine has just acquired the artwork from the Joan Irvine Smith collection, as well as the Buck collection that is phenomenal. We're talking over over close to 5,000 pieces of works of art, sculpture from the most incredible artists known within not only California, but across the United States and the world. And as part of that donation and part of the gift, the university is now committed to moving forward with a new museum and art institute that we're going to be working on right now. The key agenda is putting the case paper together to go forward to do the first steps of building our roadmap to getting that museum and art institute put together as a world-class institute here in Orange County. It's absolutely incredible, and we've got amazing amount of energy involved around this agenda, and I'm most excited about that. I want to chime in with your excitement. I, I will say, Ivan, when I'm wandering around the Student Center and I see some of those donations from the Joan Irvine Smith Foundation, I'm speechless. Those plein air paintings are absolutely stunning. They move me, and uh, I recommend to everybody, if you're on campus and you're, you can be near the Student Center, to go into that bottom floor or and just gaze. And it's a great space. They're big halls and you can stand back and it's wonderful to look at. Let me just remind, if anybody's joined us late, you're listening to UCI Conversations and we are visiting with UCI alumni and film producer Ivan Williams. Ivan, how about upcoming projects that you have going in your storytelling? Well, my journey began seven years ago with making a, a small investment in a project called Knights of Bad Aston with Peter Dinklage. And it moved to producing a 
film called Big Stone Gap with Ashley Judd and Whoopi Goldberg, as well as a Broadway musical with Zachary Levi and Christopher Rodriguez called First Date. So we've moved in from film, and I mentioned earlier television, web series, to Broadway musicals. My next journey in this pathway is, as you stated, the upcoming projects. I'm in the process of developing a, a major television pilot called The Brink, and I'm also developing and finishing off a script and looking at attaching director to a new project called a feature film called Genius. This is a book that was written by Patrick Dennis, one of the 20th century's most prolific writers and famous writers. He created the anti-mame musical story that is just was an Academy nominated and award-winning film back in the 1960s. But Patrick Dennis has a book called Genius that's really an incredible story about a madcap comedy of a Hollywood charlatan moving into Mexico City in the early 60s that is saying he's going to make a movie. So it's kind of an interesting perspective to take my career to that level. A comedy has a Mad Men type of vibe to it, and we're in the process of finishing off that script and attaching directors. And all those two projects now, as you stated, I've moved into now a key role in a company called Scenario, which is made up of Hollywood screenwriters and executives, former movie executives that have produced Academy Award winning and an Emmy Award winning film. So in seven years, I went from a small investor to now working with Academy Award winning producers and directors. And on top of that, we've got a, a large $40 million plus film on animated film called The Ark and the Aardwark that's going to be finished up next year. And we're producing that with our director, John Stevenson, who won the Academy Award for Kung Fu Panda. So it's just incredibly exciting times. And I've seen my career quickly develop in the seven years. And now I'm just doing it full time and making it happen. Ivan, do you use any of your prior experience from the oil and gas industry that do you feel like, oh, there's a through line or do you feel like it was 180 degrees and this is a, a whole different world? You know, as we stated earlier, executive producers are more of the financial business side. So if you look at where I've been in my career, yes, it was chemical engineering and yes, it was being an executive for a gigantic oil company. But the key elements of all that are about financial discipline, rigor in the analysis and making good sound decisions about the information that's presented to you and, and how to make those decisions and being able to make those decisions. So applying literally the key elements of that career to the filmmaking industry, particularly as an executive producer, was a very natural natural fit. Instead of dealing with pipes, valves, and compressors, I was dealing with now human capital, actors, directors, and producers. And I'll tell you, the human capital has a lot more interesting, complex characteristics to it than st pipes and steel. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, human experience, any funny stories since you've been involved? Well, I'm not sure if it would be funny, but I did have a, uh, I do have a story to share with you that it, I remember to this day. I was on our film set in Big Stone Gap, Virginia. It's a small Appalachia, former coal mining town, that little part near Tennessee and Kentucky. We're filming our film with Ashley Judd, Whoopi Goldberg, Patrick Wilson, and Jenna Elfman. And I was staying there with the director, Adriana Trigiani. And I was staying there at the director's tent and Donna Gelati, who was our co-producer of that film, Donna produced Shakespeare in Love and Silver Lining Playbook and Hidden Figures. She's an iconic figure in Hollywood. She's there on our small film working right alongside and the funny one funny little element was when I met her she came up to me and says wow I really want to thank you for helping make this film 
And then she turned to me, she said, have you ever thought about being in front of the camera? At that moment, I almost started laughing, but I didn't want to be disrespectful. And then on top of that, Whoopi Goldberg came over to me and then had me almost pass out by saying, I want to thank you, Ivan, for making this my movie, this movie Ashley and I produce, a reality. And at that moment, you can feel really good about yourself that you're part of this creative process and allowing the artist to get their art made. Neat. How about bumps in the road? Any points when you're wringing your hands or where it's like, oh man, this is this is harder than I thought it was going to be. Well, we our first film, Nights of Bad Astem, uh, it was uh, directed by Joe Lynch under our um, IndieVest bannerhead. And again, you do get in the situations where the director may have creative differences than the production company. And the production company, in my case, is about the film financial aspects. There's not any more money. We need to wrap. And sometimes that can be a fairly contentious discussion point. But we were able to work it out. The other aspect of... Some of the bumps, as you stated, are dealing with various distributors. About 10,000 films are made a year, but only about 300, 350 ever see a silver screen. So for all you filmmakers out there who have the next greatest film, just remember, it's about distribution. You can shoot a lot of films, but if you don't have distribution in place, hardly anyone beside your family or friends will see the movie. So we have a formula, and the formula we cracked, the challenge we overcame, was always having and raising enough capital to ensure all our projects were distributed, whether it be a Broadway musical, a feature film, or an upcoming television show. We make it happen. So keep creating those projects, but remember, distribution is key. Whose idea originally was it, Ivan? You or your wife to take this 180-degree turn from your career? Was it just a natural things that evolved, or was it out of the blue? Sometimes in life, opportunities are presented to you that you would have never anticipated. So for me, that anticipated career change came about that I was fortunate enough to get an early retirement after 31 years of being in the Arco oil and BP oil business. So I wasn't ready to, and I'm not really a golf, a player of golf or other sports. I said to my wife, what we're going to do now in my early retirement, we're going to enter the filmmaking business. And she looked at me in total shock and saying, what do we know about the filmmaking business? And I told her, well, what, one thing I do know, I know how to run a company and I know how to make a business into a successful business. And I'm going to apply that in the filmmaking business. But it was on top of someone coming to me from the venture capital world that it created this opportunity for us to move into a Hollywood production studio that we are part owner of to get my hands into the new business called filmmaking in a very business-like manner. So it intrigued me because my wife and I were always such big fans of the cinema, particularly the independent stories that sometimes don't really get a lot of airtime in the theaters. And we wanted to make sure that there was always going to be movies available for the public besides Marvel comic book movies, but stories that tell human drama and passion and laughter and, and tears at the same time. We need to have space for them, and so we wanted to be part of a solution, and that's why we got in this business, to ensure that type of entertainment is forever in the portfolio. Ivan, do you want to make any comments? I don't want to end with this, but with the revelations about Harvey Weinstein, have you had any conversations with your peers? Any comment about that? Well, it's incredibly um, 
tragic and it's horrible. But I think it's for the listening public out there, Hollywood, as well as other industries, has an issue. And I think this Harvey Weinstein situation just further reemphasized the issue. The issue in Hollywood, there are sometimes key brokers and key people, gatekeepers, to move your career along. And when you have that kind of power, you unfortunately can use it and abuse it. And that's what's happened here in a very detrimental way. So my peers and I, we've talked about this, in particular with the release of our film, MFA, of stating that we are absolutely committed for changing, changing Hollywood. And I, here on this radio show, to that. No one on my, any of my films, television shows, plays, or theater production will ever be treated in any manner except with respect, no matter what race, creed, color, gender someone is. We must change this industry and we are committed to it. And that's why my wife and I got behind MFA, because we want to be part of that conversation and change the industry. Fantastic, Ivan. I see the clock. We are running out of time now. I want to thank you so much for coming down today. It's been a wonderful exploration. It's great to hear your UCI school stories, your alumni stories, and all the things that are happening. We hope that you can come back and visit again another time. Thank you so much, Kevin. And we look forward to having everyone go out and enjoy our films, MFA, and also our play that we're coming out with at Chapman University on November 30th called Appropriate by Obie Award-winning playwright Brandon Jacobs Jenkins that talks about racism in America. Thank you.